0: download the app or visit carvana.com today
1: welcome to the campaign after the campaign after the campaign this is not another DD podcast Welcome back to Eldermorn everybody. Oh no. Eldermorn. Ooh, I'm your Dungeon Master Brian Murphy joined
0: by Jake Hurwitz. Hey there centaurs. You're not the only one with a ponytail. Corbeau Babino.
1: <laughs> oh, gay. <okay. What? laughs>
0: this is new. <laughs> I had to change it up.
2: Well, I was prepared oh, okay. for another thing, so we're just I just have to throw that out.
3: <laughs> I up. really had to- a good rhyme for this one this absolutely destroys me okay. it's not rhymes
1: anymore it's it's clever one liners this is insane <laughs> how can this system work like this <laughs> uh okay and then we've got emily axford <laughs>
3: Uh, hey there, centaurs, you're not the only one with a uh, d- deep and profound sense of shame about things you've done in your life, Derek and Snake Root.
1: <laughs> oh, wow, that actually wow. be fun. <laughs> uh, a little bit of projecting on the centaurs for sure. Uh, and then of course, we've got our guest, Lou
2: Wilson. Hey there, centaurs, uh, you're not the only one holding a weapon and wanting to use it. Uh, Jabari, the safari.
1: Okay, wow. yeah.
2: I love the
0: new format. I love the
2: new I format. I hate the new format. <laughs> I had rhymes written. Jay, this
3: have... is the worst thing you've ever done. <laughs> I think this is the, this is the first time that my respect for you has declined. <laughs>
2: I have a notes app note with a written rhyme
0: that <laughs> I, I was ready to plan. deliver. Okay, this is awful because now I feel like the audience at home is going to turn <laughs> against me.
3: Good,
2: <laughs> <laughs> they're being like robbed that. of
0: the rhymes. Yes. <laughs>
2: Robbed of the rhyme.
1: That's right.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Robbed the rhyme. Jake, Jake Hurwitz robbed us of the rhyme.
1: No. <laughs> Hashtag robbed the rhyme. Uh, <laughs> I love that me. what you guys took from that was not to do a clever one-liner. It was to start whatever you said <laughs> with, hey, centaurs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, centaurs. Oh.
3: I'm sorry. Did you want me to spend the 10 seconds I had to think of something? Nope. Thinking about the similarities between Terragon and Centaurus.
1: Okay, Centaurus. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and do a little recap. Um, nice. So last time, the Hex Buds finished their grim work at Weimar's War Camp, slaying the would-be king with three arrows from Jabari's steady bow. Uh, mm-hmm. You took off to escape, only to be attacked by Sir Reynard Wendell. After a close call with a downed Corbo, Terragon uh, managed to bring him back up, and you all fled into the woods. Reynard gave chase, and just as it seemed you couldn't take another crossbow bolt, Corbo caught sight of a winter sprite, something he had not seen since your time living with giants during the war. Before you could follow it, however, you were confronted by the Prophet Gideon. Terragon, though, uh, used Thaumaturgy to throw him off his horse while casting Sanctuary on Sir Reynard and sending him <laughs> off. The three of you followed the Winter Sprite through a natural gate, emerging from the other side in a whole new world, a secret grove. After a short standoff with some centaurs, uh, you were brought to your... Hey centaurs. <laughs> hey there.
3: Hey centaurs. You
1: guys were brought to your old friend, Glada, uh, a wise frost giant elder who was said to be able to speak to sprites. Um, she brought you into her giant cottage for some giant humor and mm-hmm. grim news. Uh, there, you learned that the sorceress, Maxora, was actually a projection of your old mentor, the Mad Mage Merowyn, Merowin had made a deal with the Reaper and was now combining her genius uh, in human augmentation with his divine power. You found out that Glada is part of a network of the Trickster's followers called the Guardians of the Grove and that Merowin was leading a war against them. The Prophets Gideon and Cain were once part of the Guardians but were apparently killed and resurrected as minions. These minions have the power to grant Merwin access to the secret groves and apparently her true form lies in one the scorched grove to the north after processing this information in the war hot tub the war tub Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) you know you decided to deal with the prophet gideon first uh who is likely still out in pearl hill uh away from the rest of his cohorts and that's where we are now
3: can i ask a quick question um when we worked with uh the mage did she have a god or deity that she was connected with? Was it a switch from the trickster to the reaper, or was she just experimenting with magic?
1: No, she was very much of a scientific mind. She was very much of this mm. world. Like to be a god means to uh, have power. Uh, you know, boots on the ground here. So she. Ac- mm. So this is actually kind of out of character for her in a way. So she must have yeah, gotten a that's what I was wondering. a fantastic deal. Mm -hmm. So you guys are in Glada's giant cottage in the war tub. Uh, You hear the trickling uh, from a small spigot uh, that is pulling water from a nearby magical hot spring, Uh, and you guys see uh, fog uh, fills the room uh, as you guys are sitting in this tub, and you see after a little bit, after you guys have been talking for a little while... Glada enters. You see, like, her giant shadow appearing in the fog.
3: Whoa, Glada, knock.
1: Uh, oh, so are you decent? Are you decent?
3: Not yet, no.
1: Okay. Oh, so the three of you, all fine seeing each other. but
3: is completely <laughs> dressed, but.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I soak clothes. I find it gets, it, it penetrates the skin a bit deeper if you soak entirely. In your garments.
1: Interesting. Bring the hot tub with you. Hot, wet clothes.
0: That's right. I try to never be dry.
1: Interesting. (laughs) Very
0: interesting.
3: Uh, Come in. Come in. I'm sorry. I was joking.
1: Uh, You see, um, she kind of like waves her giant hands and disperses some of the fog. And she goes, again, uh, you do have... A little bit of time uh, for every uh, day in the mortal world is five days here. So you are, of course, welcome to rest here for the night if you'd like to get your strength back.
0: Yeah, I I got a lot of I lost a lot of strength. There's there's a lot to be gained from taking a taking a little. Yeah,
3: I I think I'd be down with like the bare minimum that we need to stay here to get back out there. Your yeah.
2: body needs rest. Your body's mind wants to kill. Your <laughs> body uh, will, uh, will uh, sleep and eat and replenish.
1: Sweet. Um, you see, uh, after a little bit, uh, you guys uh, get out of the tub. Uh, you see outside, uh, it turns to night. It's been uh, daytime the whole time you were here. Uh, but you see, the sun goes down. The sky's got this like beautiful purple hue. Like it just looks like a gorgeous twilight painting. Uh, And you see all the glittering stars in the sky.
0: We might need to sit on the porch and, and have a drink (laughs) before bed. I'm going to have to sit outside.
3: While we do that, I think I'm going (laughs) to conjure some fire in my fingers, uh, from my little fiery key. And, uh, just do like a little bit of scorching uh, to get a little ash going for my dragon rose.
1: Ooh. Very nice. Uh, yeah, okay. you see, uh, Tarragon, as you um, feed your dragon rose some of this ash, um, and it's out here in this wild place, you see that the dragon rose is opening back up. It's not like fully healed and looking perfectly healthy like when you first uh, found it, but it looks. Mm. It looks a lot better than it has for the past few days.
3: Does it look like I could uh, plant it here and it would thrive? Go ahead and give me an insight check. Uh, 17.
1: With a 17, you know that these groves are teeming with life. And so this rose will do well here, but its actual environment is in the ash of dragonfire.
3: Okay. So this little buddy needs to stick with me. That little buddy might stick want to stick dragon. with you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> No. Uh, yeah, That's you okay. see um, uh, Glada is sitting out there with you guys uh, in the twilight. You guys are drinking um, giant mugs of ale, uh, and Glada's just <laughs> laughing to herself. All
3: right, we have our tankards from the hall. Yep.
1: Big beer, little guy. Look at this guy. Point <laughs> Pretty again, good. Wet clothes, little guy, big beer. <laughs> yeah.
0: Check this out. I'm going to hop up over there on that porch swing. Oh. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Feels like a porch. Uh, oh look, uh, Jabari will join
2: Corbo, and it's, it is. There's still we are on either side and not even close. Oh,
1: that, that's, wow! That's a couple's swing for a giant, and and you two. There could be two of you on one side, two of you on the other side. It's a quadruple swing. Wow! Remarkable. I'm gonna
3: jump up to uh, to swing them. I have to like jump up into the air to swing them.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, careful, Terry. This is really fucking high up here. Is there...
3: <laughs> I like spikes. Uh-huh like a volleyball. <laughs> yeah, hey, you got Terry!
1: You guys rock it 30 feet into the air on this no. giant swing.
3: Dirt bitch. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Took me back to my volleyball days.
0: Do not unleash the dragon, not here. <laughs> Jabari does not mind. Uh,
3: please, spike again. <laughs> All right, I spike just Jabari. <laughs> oh!
1: Uh, you spike uh, Jabari back around, and you see Glada begins doing her ritual- You've seen her do this before. She probably showed you when you guys uh, were staying with her in her frost giant village. When I say that she speaks to sprites, she doesn't like go and talk to them. You see, she has to do a ritual um, and essentially she casts a magic spell and is able to gain like some knowledge from them. Um, Mm. So you see, she's creating like a little rune circle out here. And you see, she's got her like head up towards the sky. And you see. All of these sprites, these yellow sprites, are flying up here, um, looking like stars in the sky twinkling. Um, And as she casts her spell to kind of uh, become one with them, you see little bits of fairy dust, this magical, like arcane glitter going between them, like a network, almost making like constellations. Wow.
2: Uh, Jabari uh, wonders if we should sleep outside and and fully take advantage of the beauty of this place.
3: Terrigan is like already um, finding some like grass that she can like sort of cut from so that like she can make like little uh, like sleeping bags we can entomb ourselves in. (laughs) Uh, Sweet,
1: yeah, you guys make uh, like uh, sleeping bags you can entomb yourselves in. So a tent, (laughs) you make a tent. (laughs)
3: No, they just cover our bodies. We almost look like little grass
2: mermaids. (laughs) They only come up to the waist. They don't go all the way. I guess they come up to the. the They go the whole way on you, but on tomorrow it's just like my belly button.
3: It's a great tattoo. We got to leave that torso (laughs) tattoo out. the
2: body likes to let it breathe, especially before battle. Uh,
1: So the lawn mermaids uh, are laying out, (laughs) and you see Glada, after a little while, she's done with her ritual, walks past you all as she's getting ready to go into her cottage and go to bed, and she goes, I have spoken to the sprites. The ones in the mortal plane near Pearl Hill have warned me that Gideon is proceeding with the plan. He is trying to hunt down the warriors who are fleeing.
3: Has he enlisted uh, the armies, like in particular the toads? (laughs) The toads?
1: Are the toads safe?
3: (laughs) (laughs) We're pretty invested in the toads.
1: (laughs) The cavalry is not far behind him, but is not there yet. He rode ahead. The toads are even further back. Good. By the time you wake up, the toads will probably be just arriving.
0: Okay. It's
3: good to get a lay of the land.
1: But for the most part, this has mostly been Prophet Gideon going rogue and uh, taking down people one by one.
0: Got it.
3: Mm, Interesting. I wonder... If we could try to send word to the king that Weimer is dead, and then maybe have him call off Prophet Gideon, so if ah. the toads went home, they won't get, they won't have like defected.
2: But uh, the the king, as Jabari has been informed, is an agent of <laughs> Maxora. and is it? Yes. Yeah. It, it seems maybe that she will be say like, "Oh, king." it should still happen because it is what I want. That sounds like her. Yeah.
0: That no, that's like a good mom. impression.
2: Yeah. I spent uh, Jabari spent a lot of time with <laughs> yeah. her. And now that uh, Jabari knows that she is his mother, it's also, it's just like, Oh, okay. So it's yeah. just,
1: it's a lot. It's fucked up. It's a lot. It's very bad. Little guy, little guy, big drama. Mm.
0: <laughs> that's good. That's that the name the of the name show. Of our
3: TLC show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Little guy, big drama. Um, Well, I'm going to bed. It is good to see you all again.
0: It's good to be back. It has been good
2: to see you, Glada.
3: Yeah, it's good to, or maybe even here for the first time, right? We've never been to a grove before. But in Glada's company. (laughs) Yeah, in Glada's company. (laughs) Uh,
1: You see, uh, she smiles, uh, she shakes her head, and she goes, Little lawn mermaids. So funny. Uh, I
3: wiggle my grassy tail.
1: <laughs> um, so you guys go to bed for the night? Uh,
2: can uh, can I, Jabari ask one thing before we go to bed? Yeah. Uh, as we're all laying there on our little lawn, <laughs> in our lawn, <laughs> dressed as lawn mermaids, uh, I think Jabari uh, looks over and is like, Corbo, uh, can Jabari ask you a question?
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. What's up, Jabari? Uh,
2: earlier... Uh, When we were uh, discussing, uh, you said that uh, you were angry at Jabari for something, but that, you know, the information that we received had changed your mind. But Jabari does not want to go into battle tomorrow thinking that uh, something Jabari did or something Jabari could do again would upset Corpo. So, Jabari just wanted to ask to know what it was that Jabari did, uh, or we could just fight. It is Jabari is oh, open to another uh, option.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, secretly hoping for a fight.
0: Wait, since we're already tucked in, I'll just. I think we just chatted out, right? Okay, Jabari. Uh, it's, uh, okay, that's Whoa, you, perfectly fine with Jabari.
3: Terrigan uh, lets out a disappointed sigh.
0: <laughs> Someone just kicked my leg, and I don't think it was Jabari. I think Terrigan's trying to start some shit. Oh,
3: <laughs> terrorgod, what? what? No, sorry, I was giving you privacy. Uh,
2: uh, no, no, terrorgod. I mean, you're more than welcome to uh, be here. I just, I mean, uh, Jabari is open to fighting. I mean, it is how we did things when we were young. But Jabari knows that we are. It's you are not as interested as, in fighting as we once were.
0: So, I yeah, want you to- know, tell you that's that's kind of what it was. That's what I was upset about. It's it's the it's the senseless killing. It's the killing that doesn't need to happen. That that was. Making me upset, you know, like shooting a guard through the back of the helmet, and do do you understand?
2: I mean, Jabari is is so so. I think there's a way to look at it where that is very necessary. But Jabari and that's and that's actually
0: that's all I that's all I. I'm not asking you to not kill. I'm not asking us. I don't want to not fight. I know we have to fight. I just. I want all of it to be strategic. I want it to mean something. And, you know, everybody we kill, it seems like it's just going to be another soldier in mama's army. So, so you know, maybe it works out either way.
3: Yeah, that does kind of put the kibosh on area effect spells. Yes. Dragon's Breath and Spirit Guardians and whatnot. Yeah, oh, so maybe instead on. of just
0: killing a bunch of people, we just kill a couple a couple monsters really good.
3: Yes. Okay.
2: But (laughs) Jabari just wants to say that, you know, if there (laughs) is an opportunity where, you know, collateral damage, you know, it's Jabari just thinks we should take, uh, you know, Teragon's fire breath off the table. I mean, your body has not seen that in years. I mean, come on.
0: You know, I, uh, I, you
3: know, I do feel it like, I do feel like a baby who needs to be burped. It's like, it's building in me. It's, it's building. in I me. I don't,
0: I don't <laughs> want us to not be the Hexbloods. That's the only reason I'm alive right now is because y'all are who y'all are. So yeah. don't, don't hold back on anything, but.
3: It is a good point though, that we have to consider every, everybody down becomes one that's fighting us.
0: And and let's also just remember we charged into that battle thinking we were doing justice for the king, but we were just doing the puppets bidding. So all Let's not trust Weimer anybody except ourselves. Yeah, Wymer. I'm not angry <laughs> right. about Wymer. I mean,
3: he hated us all I, I,
0: Once that guy turned and looked at me with a hate in his eyes that had nothing to do with us attacking him, I think he didn't like me for a <laughs> when long When he time. said
3: failed experiment, yeah. the fucking dragon breath almost came go. out there. there. That was
2: rude. Yes. That was not cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Jabari
0: likes, you know, where we're at. Uh, Jabari yeah. just wanted to check in. But- I appreciate clearing the air. I think we needed to do that, but... I'm happy to be out here sleeping underneath the Sprites. There's nobody else I'd rather do it with.
2: Uh, your body feels very much the same way. <laughs> Oh Jabari is honestly too excited to sleep. <laughs> I
3: mean,
2: Jabari is just going. Yeah, to lay you've here. completely
3: wiggled out of your out of your lawn mermaid. Well, I mean,
2: Tanacon <laughs> wanted us to fight. I mean, it's like it, this is the best. I
3: know.
0: <laughs> oh, all right, <laughs> fuck it. I'm gonna get up, Jabari. Let's wrestle. She's let's just wrestle. wrestle.
3: Come <laughs> on, give me a little something yeah, to watch before to bed. Wrestle. I don't have my TV. All right,
0: let's do it.
1: Try to make uh, opposed athletics checks. Okay, Jabari. I'm.
0: <laughs> Uh jeez, my body's already pretty tight from lying down. I'm not very limber, one second. Okay, that's an eighteen. Uh that's a nat twenty.
1: Oh, oh my, my god!
2: <laughs> I
0: honestly wouldn't want it any other way. Jabari, finish him. <laughs>
2: Uh, I think Jabari like lets you get hands on him, and then just full on like wraps you in a hug and like flips you over his back. Not as fast as uh, you
0: thought you. Were. Oh no! Oh fuck! Oh!
1: <laughs> ah, yes, yes, yes! It's just a hard oh. judo throw, hip toss <laughs> yes. uh, over the side, oh. uh, slam Corbo down <laughs> on his back. Uh, Corbo, luckily, the ground is very soft here, uh, but you definitely yeah, I, uh, get the get the breath knocked out of you.
0: I'll go right to sleep where I landed. Actually. <laughs> Just wake up in six hours.
3: (laughs) I build a lawnmower made over you.
0: Tomorrow is going to be a great day.
2: (laughs) Uh,
1: Corvo transitions seamlessly from being unconscious to being asleep. (laughs) (laughs) And waking up. All right. And uh, yeah, you guys all go to bed. You guys wake up. Uh, the next day, um, it's pre sunrise, about like you know, like four thirty in the morning or so, um, and you actually see Glada is already up, um, and she's once again doing her speaking to the sprites thing. It looks like she essentially took like a short rest to be able to do this. Mm. Um, and you guys remember from when you guys were staying with Giants that they're just on a completely different schedule from smaller humanoids like they they will sleep for like 24 hours at a time like they exist on a completely different clock and then the you know with the north um it's darker for more for more hours of the day so she just did not sleep last night at one point at some point she will just sleep for like 20 hours but for now uh it looks like uh, she has not slept so you see as you guys start stirring and wake up Um, You see a look of concern on her face as uh, she's speaking with the sprites. Uh, You see she's kind of whispering to herself as these sprites glow in the sky. And you see she turns to you guys as you wake up and she goes, there is a gap in their knowledge.
0: There's what?
3: In In the sprites' knowledge?
1: She nods. The sprites near the gate here are not speaking to me. They're not there. Something must have happened in the past few hours.
3: Have you ever had something like this happen before?
1: You see, she nods. Some powerful followers of the Reaper can kill sprites with their presence. Uh, okay.
3: Okay, well, you know what? We're going to get right to that gate and figure it out for you.
1: I will join you. I'm concerned.
3: Okay, before, real quick, Glada... Bring it in. We're doing a closed-loop hug, uh, yes. and I cast emboldening
2: bomb Yeah, we'll
0: ju- we just learned these. <laughs> it
2: is new. Have you tried it before?
1: Have
0: I, Jabari likes it very have much. Have
1: I hugged people before?
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's similar yes. to, like,
0: the arm squeeze, the one arm squeeze. Oh, you yeah. have, so you know I what we're hugged. talking
1: about. Yes. It's a two-arm squeeze. I hug squeeze. people every day. Stalios comes by, says, good morning. Let's hug. We hug. Wow. Next person comes <laughs> by, little toadstool guy. I say, hello, toadstool. Give him a hug little hug. You hug him. Yeah, yes. Your body is confused. Okay. You yes. hug just I, anybody? I would say I just hug anywhere from 10 to 30 people a day.
0: That's a lot. So
3: you would say there's not much of a vetting process in order to hug you. A
0: closed loop, every single one? Not just a yes. single arm? <laughs> no, just yeah, a,
3: do, you, regular, do you close the loop on every single regular one? hug, yeah.
0: That's do both you arms. have a blade that you make sure that they know
2: <laughs> that you, if they choose to take advantage of your <laughs> kindness, that you will immediately hurt them?
0: That's a good question.
1: She puts a giant hand on all of your shoulders <laughs> just like pulls you all in and goes we
3: all flinch yeah. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> what? What? i truly weep for all of you and the things that these people have made you do if you were giant children i would have you running around and uh, enjoying life for the right reasons
3: I mean, we kind of are giant children, right? That is true. About as tall as them. Yeah, that's
1: true. You're giant toddlers. (laughs) All right, my giant toddlers. Let us go see why sprites are dead.
3: Right. (laughs) Yes, yes, that's true.
1: Uh, Sweet. Uh, So you do the closed loop hug. Uh, You cast your spell, uh, Terragon, or use your ability. Um, And you guys take off towards the gate. Um, you see Glada is um, she's pretty old so she's like a little slow but she's got a very long gait like she's going pretty fast and she's able to keep up with you guys um, when you guys aren't running um, full speed Uh, you guys get back to the area that you first arrived in in the grove you guys see um, the branches of this tree leaning in such a way that it creates uh, a natural gait Um, it looks remarkably similar to how it did on the material plane, only it's more kind of lush with lots of overgrowth here. Um, as you guys arrive here, go ahead and give me uh, perception or investigation checks.
0: Uh, it's a 21.
3: 18. 17,
1: I think. Sweet. Yeah. Or 18 as well. Great. Uh, great rolls all around. So I'll say you guys all see this. So you guys all rush in. Um, you look around your eyes kind of like glow a little bit brighter as you use your hex blood eyes to look around Uh, You guys see signs of a fight here. You see arrows sticking Uh out of the trees nearby. You see some droplets of blood on some of the leaves here and like some of the brush. And you also see the dull glow of dead sprites all around, like all around this area. Instead of glowing a bright yellow. Uh, you see their lifeless bodies are lying. there, just kind of giving off a a dull glow.
3: Can I, uh, uh, with Glada's permission, I want to pick one up and try to investigate if it's going to come back to life as a zombie. I just, I have to say like, I'm so sorry, Glada. This is just, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I real quick got to see if this little folk is going to come back.
1: You see, um, she looks upset. Not at you, just at the scene. Uh, you see, she shakes her head and she goes, these sprites are pure trickster magic. These ones will not come back. There may be a way to corrupt them, but I don't think it's like this. Okay. You guys do, however, hear raspy breathing nearby.
0: Oh, we rush over to the to the breathing.
3: Yeah.
1: You rush over to the breathing, and you find uh, you see that the some of the bushes here. Have a little bit of trail of blood on them. It looks like the blood was coming from this person who has like run a little deeper into the woods, um, and you find Stalios here, Stalios, with an arrow hey, st- stuck in their ribs, uh, hiding in the brush, injured and bleeding out, still still alive but but very very hurt.
3: Uh, can I cast Cure Wounds on them?
1: Uh, you can.
3: Okay, that'll be twelve. Okay, twelve. Uh draconic, fiery healing.
1: You see, um, Stallius was at the level of wounded where they were just kind of trying to stay conscious and concentrate on their breathing. So when you run over, um, they don't even really acknowledge you. They're just like staring forward, kind of trying to steady their breath. Um, As soon as you cast Cure Wounds, uh, they're more grievous wounds start to heal. Uh, you see the arrows are pushed back um, as you like put your hands on the um, horse lower half of their body. Uh, yeah, you see the arrows uh, come out um, and you see uh, stallius kind of jolts back uh, to life and goes, oh, thank you. I thought I was lost. I was so pissed at you guys for bringing yeah. a plus one here, but now you've brought me back and I I, I owe you a great deal. What Ooh. happened
3: here? Who yeah. reached this gate and did are they our plus ones? Did we open the gate for them?
1: There was a strange man with a ghost head. Oh, fuck. That came through the gate. What? We
0: were about to go out there and look for him, but I guess, yes. okay, so we don't have to, we can hang in the grove, you I see, guess. You
1: see, Glada looks... Um, confused and she goes but he would not come here without an army why would and you hear Stalios go he came in by himself our scouting party tried to stop him but as soon as he killed one of us he did some kind of necromancy that brought them back as undead the tides turned quickly and i was shot by one of my former allies the rest of us had to retreat but the big the big one didn't follow, and I told the rest to go on without me.
3: So there's going to be some undead centaurs.
1: Stalios nods solemnly. And uh, guys, go ahead and give me insight checks. Damn it. Oh.
3: It's going to be a nat one. Oh, but I re that because I'm a halfling.
1: There
2: it
3: is. Um, four.
2: That's a 24. Uh, 14 for Jawar.
1: Corbo, it kind of occurs to you that if Prophet Gideon were to come here he probably couldn't do much long-term damage because there are other people here. Like this was just the scouting party of the centaurs. If there was a whole army of them, you assume there's lots of other people that occupy this grove. Gideon wouldn't come in here unless he had a plan. Um, But it does occur to you with that high of an insight check that if he was having trouble chasing down these fleeing soldiers, having some people on his side that were great archers and were literally as fast as a horse would be pretty fucking helpful
0: oh so he came he came and he scooped and he's gone
3: usually i like a scoop
1: Uh, you see Stalios throws their hands up and goes i don't know all i know is he didn't follow
0: can i do
3: some kind of like insight or arcana check to try to figure out if we kill these undead centaurs are they going to then become zombies again or like does it loop or is no, it no you good? know
1: you know right off the bat that um once a zombie is destroyed they're down
3: stalio's permission to uh take your fallen party members out of a position where they're doing harm to others.
1: yes, please bring them to rest. It'd be a mercy, um, and I owe you for healing me, so let me give something back to you, and you see they reach out and touch your cheek I flinch you flinch. <laughs>
3: What? Uh, What? (laughs) What? I'm just Just casting a spell on you. Is this okay? (laughs) Okay.
1: Yes, please do. Sorry. They do some kind of magical touch that um, gives you your spell slot back. That gives you your cure wounds back.
3: Oh, cool.
2: Well, it occurs to Jabari that maybe if Gideon has left with this new uh, fleet of uh, soldiers, uh, we should hurry.
3: Yeah, we should make like centaurs.
1: Uh, yes, yes. Uh, you see Glada um, shakes her head and she goes, I am sorry, I had not considered that he might dip in and dip out. I."
0: <laughs> we didn't consider the dip. None we of didn't us did. consider the dip.
3: I, I just want to say now that I have access to the grove, I will never dip in and dip out like that. I just think that's so rude. It's just
0: wrong. Yeah.
3: I'll always say hi. Yes.
0: I'll always, I will always take a bath. I will never come here and not <laughs> take a sauce.
1: Yes, you strip have to for the come by and say hi. Okay, <laughs> I will take Stelios back to my cottage and help them heal up. In the meantime, we will warn the other centaurs. If anything goes wrong again, we will be prepared this time. Gideon will not be met with a scouting party. Hell yeah!
3: All right, uh, I guess. Uh, I guess. Do we just kind of? Jump out!
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Just, just run at the at the where at
0: the hole and yeah. We'll Corbo just there. jumped in place. Oh, jump over! Yeah, jump over there. Yes, yeah. right.
1: You have to go through the little gate. I Please know. All right, do it gracefully. This is a beautiful place. Don't just run through it.
3: I do an aerial cartwheel. I, I swan
0: dive through the portal while wow whistling for my dog. Uh, yeah, Jabbar's going to do a back handspring just straight through that hole.
3: I do some of like that little gymnastics posing that they do in between impressive moves right before.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Lake is going to do a misty flip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see, uh, yeah,
1: Lake uh, misty flips through the, uh, the gate, um, and the rest of you guys do your various acrobatic dances. Good girl. So... You emerge on the other side of this natural gate and appear back uh, in Outerborough. Uh, you feel the cold air hit you immediately. This unforgiving landscape, uh, very different than the sort of magically enhanced beauty of the other place.
0: Oh, fuck. I'm still wet.
3: You're
1: going to catch a cold. You're going to catch a cold.
3: <laughs> I try to give, no. uh, do some little fire on you.
0: <laughs> oh, nice. All right. Thank you.
3: I only catch a little bit of your ponytail on fire.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it feels like you're wearing freshly steamed clothes, just hot <laughs> and um, a little bit wet still, just moist. Mm. Um Perfect. you guys do, as soon as you guys come out here, you hear yells coming from the direction of the war camp and the direction of the town of Pearl Hill itself. Um and you guys can actually see some flames coming there, um, uh, but you can't oh, see it. much else uh while you're out in the woods.
0: Okay. Well let's let's run towards the, the yelling and the flames.
2: Sweet. Yes, yes. Um yeah.
1: you guys run out of the woods um and you see that Krill Hill is in chaos. You see the war camp has mostly been abandoned. Um, Some of the forces, it looks like maybe stayed behind to fight, um, but that has only led to kind of more destruction. You see they're caught in this kind of endless struggle, fighting zombified versions of their allies. You see in the war camp, Um. it's not like a lot, of fighting, but you do see the few guards who stayed behind here in the camp are being overwhelmed by various undead. You see wraiths and phantoms and zombies. The scene here is grim, but it actually looks like most of the fighting is going on in the town itself. And from the sounds of it, it seems like Gideon's got a pretty big fighting force. Uh, you can deduce that maybe Gideon started there and turned some of the townsfolk to add to his forces. Uh, it doesn't seem like uh, he succeeded in turning everyone, obviously, uh, but their numbers are growing. Um, you see that in the town, the giant ivory tower has caught fire, as have some of the other buildings in the town. Um, you see that there are people on like horseback fleeing the town. You see other people and families just grabbing their belongings and running. Um, you see one guard is taking off out of the war camp, and you see a zombified centaur. <laughs> just comes out oh. from behind a tent and quickly puts two arrows in his back. Just real quick, that was sick though, right?
2: <laughs> That's a good way to go. Jabari can appreciate uh, That dude. The
1: that dude screams it. God is never going to believe this! Uh, as it goes down. <laughs> um, you see the fighting in the camp and from what you can see of the town, looks to be Gideon and the Undead versus Weimer's forces. Uh, the, the kind of ones that stuck around to make a stand. It looks like fully like three quarters of the army has like kind of fled um, and there's just a few people here kind of trying to fight. Um, it looks like um, he just ran in with the centaurs, rose some allies, and is just like chipping away at them. As far as Thurston Brightleap's forces go... You see, some of them are out here in the field. These are the people that you marched with. This is the cavalry. Um, you see, in the valley before the camp, these knights on horseback have arrived, the ones who are being led by Gideon. They are looking on in awe and are kind of looking conflicted. Um, and you see that uh, as you guys approach, as you guys run out of the woods, you see Sir Reynard is arguing with one of the knights. Um, And you see one of the knights kind of just like pushes Reynard and then points to him and gestures to the other knights and goes, "We have orders. We put traitors to the sword." And uh, Reynard responds and goes, "You speak of fighting alongside the dead. We must band together." Uh, The other knight is just yelling about it's better than fighting alongside a traitor. Uh, And so it looks like keeping Reynard alive has stopped the cavalry from. Joining yes! um, from joining <laughs> Prophet Gideon right off the bat, but they are in a heated argument about what to do, and there there's kind of like no leadership here. Just Reynard is trying to take control, has some respect from these guys because he used to lead them, but left to go with Weimer. This other hotshot dude is trying to say we need to go in there and help Prophet Gideon, um, and they are fighting back and forth.
0: All right, can I just go up and slap him across the face? Who? The, the guy trying to say that he's going to fight Reynard?
1: Okay, sweet. Uh, yeah, right. Corvo, go, go, go
0: ahead and make an attack roll. Okay. Nah, all right, that's a tw- nah, dirty 20, not now A
1: dirty 20? Um. Yeah, yeah, you see this dude is turned around um, yelling at Sir Reynard as these knights kind of stand around not knowing what to do. Uh, you tap him on the shoulder, he turns around, you just fucking pop him one. You are a monk, so this is not a regular slap this like straight up strikes him down he like falls off his horse um and uh starts groaning and uh you see uh sir reynard looks up and goes you're back
0: yeah sorry that guy needed a hard reset okay everybody <laughs> look into your you heart unplugged him. <laughs> yeah look look in, listen to yourself and you'll know your new orders there's there's the dead <laughs> fighting the living. All right, you don't need orders from a king to know what's right to do here. Listen to this fucking wiener guy. Sorry, Reinhardt.
1: I'm
2: not a wiener. Yeah, I, that is debatable. Yeah. Look at what this turned
0: into. Look what this ghost head dude is doing. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. We're not on his side. We're not on his we, side. We. Uh,
3: I think we all want to. We all want a piece of that ghost head guy. Yeah. Yes. Um. While while this is going on, can. Tarragon uh, be starting to blow more and more smoke out of her nostrils until like smoky like uh, shapes of dragons surround her as my spirit guardians.
1: Uh, sure, yeah.
3: And it says spirit guardians. When you cast it, you can designate a- any number of creatures you can see to be unaffected by it. Can I say that like only zombies and Prophet Gideon can be affected by it? Yes, certainly. Cool.
1: Okay, oh. so Corbo, go. Uh, here's what I'm gonna say. I'm going to have you roll with advantage I'm going to have Gideon roll with disadvantage we're going to do your persuasion versus his intimidation oh wow his intimidation is very fucking good um but he'll he'll roll with disadvantage um so this is you guys are right in front of them this war camp looks like bad news the hexbloods are you know legendary warriors reynard was at one time the leader of these dudes so um let's see who these guys want to fight for.
0: <laughs> my persuasion's only a plus one, but I rolled a 16. So that's okay. a 17.
1: I swear to God, he has a plus ten to intimidation. I rolled a seven. That's a seventeen. That's a roll off.
0: That actually I could I could roll my emboldening bond from Tarragon.
2: Oh, oh, okay. Close the loop. <laughs>
1: close the damn loop.
2: Close
0: the loop. That's a four.
1: That's a four. That's a four. That's the
2: highest I
0: can hold on. Go. That's four. a twenty-one.
1: Um Yeah, you see uh the knights uh look around. Um they see this one dude who really wanted to defend the prophet Gideon um on the floor.
0: He's having a re reth- he's having a rethink about it. Yeah, though. just got
1: just got fucking knocked off his horse and face planted.
0: Knocked off his high horse. They see this
1: <laughs> terrible stuff that's um going on in the war camp um and in the town. Um and you see um one of them just uh, looks up and goes, if a knight of Outerborough has to think hard to choose between fighting alongside the Hexbloods or fighting alongside the dead, then perhaps we aren't real knights of Outerboro. Um You hear like murmurs of kind of agreement uh, amongst them. Um, Terrigan the- tries
3: to look like really serious, but when uh, he said the part about fighting alongside the Hexbloods, she lets out a really big smile. <laughs> Would
2: Jabari really? is just beaming this whole time. It's just a big, it's nothing. It's, uh, Jabari's not even trying to
1: be intimidating. I'm just, exci- just excitement. <laughs> um, and you see, so you've got these like lines of knights here. Um, and you see after a bit, you see the toads. You see dozens of foot soldiers. Hopping along. Um, Marching down uh, the main road took longer to get here than it It looks like the cavalry has been here for a little bit. Um, But as they start to make their way into the battlefield, you see Lieutenant Brython on his horse um, rides towards you um, and salutes and goes, Captain Jabari, I kept the toads nice and dry for you. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I do not believe that is what
2: Jabari asked. There was a little pond and other people, (laughs) the knights went and took a shower, but we stayed dry, sir. Dry and crusty. Just like you yes. like us, sir. No. Jabari oh, does not like you that way. <laughs> Jabari likes you hydrated. I feel like this was a whole thing we had. No, we talked <laughs> about the hydration. We didn't say anything yes. about
1: showering, sir. We, <laughs> we right. stayed hydrated. But, but, much
2: to my know, chagrin. <laughs> uh, <with> that, <laughs> Jabadi is glad uh, Change is uh, slow uh, So we'll take this victory But uh, I'm glad you are here uh, Jabari would like you to stay with the cavalry uh, we, uh, The prophet Gideon has uh, become uh, a, a bad man And we are no longer <laughs> fighting alongside him Yes, he kind of forced me
1: to
0: tell on you guys, sir Ah, oh. that's what happened You have literally not stopped saluting Jabari since you got here.
1: (laughs) Yes, I'm scared of everyone, sir. Scared of Uh, Jabari, scared of the Prophet Gideon. I'm scared, uh, sir.
3: I'm just a little toad. If if you want to go home, little toad, you can go home.
1: (laughs) I can go home?
3: (laughs) <laughs> you can just go home. I don't want you to, Who will, to be in.
1: Are you going to stay back and lead all the foot soldiers? <laughs> <laughs> Daryl do it.
3: I'm just worried. Sir Raynard kind of you. leans
2: in and goes, please don't send him home. So he, he, God, he
0: should stay. He needs okay. to stay. All right. <laughs> but it's yeah,
3: you know what? Course. You'll find your confidence on the battlefield, I'm sure.
0: You're a, you're a big bullfrog. Don't you worry.
1: <laughs> uh, Sir Raynard walks forward and he joins you guys and he goes, if you all can do what you do and get in there and face Gideon, I can try to set up a perimeter and try to stop the spread. They're thriving in this chaos. Right.
3: Yeah, yes. that sounds great. Uh,
2: it is what the Hexbloods do. We cut off the head. So it, it yes. is what we will do.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you see
1: Sir Reynard uh, rallies the foot soldiers. Um, to start like making a perimeter to surround the town, like the soldiers and the knights. Um, you see the front lines uh, start putting their shields up. You see some of these knights have like big tower shields. Um, they start lining up behind you and then um start like spreading out to be able to make a circle around the town. You've got this moving shield wall behind you. Um, As you guys go towards the town um, and you see from behind them, um, knights on horseback have like crossbows and there are archers up there ready to shoot arrows. Um, You see archers in the back uh, begin shooting volleys of arrows um, and you see a wave of zombies and ghouls in the war camp uh, collapse as uh, you all march forward.
2: Uh, Jabari wonders if we should approach Pearl Hill uh, stealthily that we might get to Gideon as quickly as possible and avoid uh meaningless uh killing, yes, as you as you would as you would like yeah Ste- hey
0: stealth in right My- and as i'm saying that lake is just running around with the <laughs> studded uh staff in her mouth banging the shields.
3: <laughs> and i'm like yeah yeah let's stealth and then i'm surrounded by all of these Smoke. smoky dragons
0: <laughs> hey there nadpoles did you know that about 75 percent of people have subscriptions that they've forgot about truly even if you think you have your number of subscriptions under control you might as well check out rocket money pawpaw. Thank you, everybody. (laughs) Sneaking in, right. As
1: you guys (laughs) run through the war camp, you've got these lines of soldiers behind you. You've got the foot soldiers in front holding up shields. You've got behind them um, knights with crossbows and then archers behind them. You've got lines going behind you. Um, You guys run forward and start dipping into tents, like rushing through the war tents as you head towards the town. Um, Go ahead and give me one stealth check in the war tent and one uh, as you get into town. 14.
0: Uh, Mine is 16. Okay. Mine is a dirty 20.
1: I will go ahead and do a luck check. I will say um, on a one through a five, it's a centaur who's going to be looking around. Um, that's an 18. Um, there are just right. some um, regular zombies here. Uh, they do not have good perception. No, um, they do Oh. They, they are, uh, you see a bunch of them um, engage the front lines of um, foot soldiers who um, Reynard is able to like keep calm and um, you see that this like organized line of soldiers has a much better chance against the undead than people who are being like ambushed in a camp.
0: Do not break the line.
1: So they're trying to uh, kind of keep the line. Um, so you guys continue to rush forward as you guys get into the town itself. Um, there's all this chaos around you. Um, you see uh like townsfolk trying to fight off zombies um using like crossbows and things like that you see other people are just um running away you see some of weimer's forces some of the knights and stuff um looks like they came in and tried to save the townsfolk look like they're you know uh, fighting amongst the zombies here go ahead and give me a perception check first
3: Ooh,
2: shout baby, out to the two crew. Beautiful. It's a twelve from Jabari. I got a oh.
3: twenty-seven. A twenty-seven, okay. Jesus Christ.
1: Wow. Tarragon, you with your dragon eyes start oh. looking through the uh town, and you see that this um white tower is engulfed in flames. Um, and you see through the fire, um, Prophet Gideon emerges uh tossing down two dead guards, like dudes that he just cut down. Um, and then you see he produces a small bell and you guys even far away, over the sounds of battle, you hear this little ding, ding, ding. Um, and you see those two guards rise ah. and come to life. Um, Terragon tips you off to where Gideon is. Guys, go ahead and give me stealth checks.
3: Oh my God, I rolled nice. so well again.
2: That is wow. going to be a 23, and we'll throw an emboldening bond on there uh, to make it a 27. I got a 27 as well.
3: Okay. I got
0: a, 20, I got
3: a 29. Yeah! <laughs> I rolled an 18. Yeah. I got a 2 on my emboldening bond, and I have a plus 9 to stealth. The Hexbloods
2: are back. They just appear. Corbo is slapping people, all right? Uh, Slap happy. is breathing fire. We're back.
1: So you guys are stealthing. Go ahead and um, let me know um, how you want to approach Gideon here. Um, You hear you hear the sounds of um, the marching army um, and you begin to see in all directions. It looks like there's four lines like they're essentially creating a box and trying to like box in this town square. So you do see that there are a lot of zombies in here, a lot of like ghouls and um, various undead. It looks very bad, like pretty much all of the living that are in here the ones that aren't gonna like make it to the line and be able to escape are just gonna add numbers to the undead what do you guys want to do with Gideon here Uh, Jabari
2: wonders should we come down on Gideon from above or uh, is it just going to be uh, we run at him
3: I'm I'm tempted to try to just get a bestow curse in on him, even though that would undo my spirit guardians, because if I could bestow curse on him and give him disadvantage on con saves, we could just really have a good chance of uh, stunning him.
2: Uh, hmm. Jabari will say that... Uh, if Jabari is able to cast uh, hex on him from ninety feet, uh, the target has disadvantage on ability checks of a chosen ability.
3: Oh, awesome! Um, so I don't even have to. Sweet.
2: Yes, you, Jabari does not. Good because
3: I actually really like these smoke dragons.
2: Yes, <laughs> and, 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 I, Jabari is excited to see them again. So <laughs> this is like a cleric thing, Jabari. so
3: I've actually never really combined the two. So it's kind of cool. I feel like I just met them.
2: <laughs> yes, this is great. Okay, um, yeah.
3: Let's. Uh, how about we just try to get a surprise round. You go that, to town. Uh, that would
2: be ideal. Yeah.
3: Yes. All right, let's do Let's it. just
0: close round him like a closed loop hug.
2: <laughs> yes. We will hug the prophet Gideon Sweet. with violence. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Why don't we go ahead
1: and roll initiative?
0: 24.
3: My initiative is 15.
2: That's an 18 from Jabari.
1: All right, so let's say this. Let's go into initiative, um, and Jabari, Great. you can get your hex off on your turn. Great. Okay. So first in initiative at 24 is Corbo.
0: So Corbo is just gonna walk into the town square, <laughs> swinging his studded staff and try to catch Gideon on the ghost chin, uh, like an uppercut. Uh, Corbo, you
1: pop out of the shadows with a plus 10 of perception and rolling a natural 19. He got a 29. You see Gideon uh, turns and just looks at you right in the eye um, and goes, traitor. I was told to put traitors to the sword. Do um, you see draws his great sword? Go ahead and make your attack. You beat him in initiative. Uh, okay. But this is not with advantage. This is not a surprise round. It's a full-on fucking fight.
3: Uh, <laughs> okay. I- I love that you let right. us really believe that we got it. I really,
1: I thought I was like he was like yeah, you're gonna get your hex in on well,
2: your
3: turn. I, I, I like,
1: imagined <laughs> it kind of being an anime moment where it's like you pop out of the bushes, but then like the dude just grabs you by and the he's neck. Just like, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and that is what yeah. happened.
1: You beat him in initiative though, so you still get to attack, but you get the sense that um, you've beaten him to the jump, but he saw you. All right, it's just in initiative. We're out of surprise. That's a nat twenty.
0: Turn. Whoa. <laughs> Corbos first, I think. You got startled
3: into (laughs) cutting. Who needs a fucking surprise round when you Um, crit?
1: He expects you to flinch because he's used to people being intimidated by him. Look at you. You saw me eat hordes
0: and oh! (laughs) Yeah.
1: And just without missing a beat, just keep swinging.
0: All right. Uh, 15 damage on on my first attack. Okay. All right. Now I'll take my second attack. That's a 21. Uh
1: twenty one. Um, you see um this one he gets closer to blocking but is still too slow. Um big heavy armor, huge greatsword goes to swing it back around. Um you just dodge and move in the other direction and swing around and crack him across the face again.
0: That's ten damage on that one. Ten damage. Woo!
3: Corbo is back. Uh,
0: and then I'm gonna holster my quarter staff. Lower my plague doctor mask and try to hit him with some unarmed blows. Ooh! Yes.
1: <laughs> flurry of blows.
0: Yeah, flurry of blows coming, and, and I'm going to use a uh, key point to uh, to use hand to harm, which is an extra D8. Okay. First blow is only uh 16 uh, or six- 17.
1: Uh, 17 misses. Um, You go to swing on him. You see he just lowers his shoulder um, and eats it in the pauldron. You just punch metal. All
0: right. Let's try it with. How did that feel? (laughs) Uh, You know, not perfect, but I'll try it with my right. Uh, That's a 22 to hit.
1: Uh, That super hits. Great.
0: And I'll use a hand of harm on that. Okay. 19 damage. Let's go. Let's go, Corbo. I, I turn and I wink at Jabari, but I'm wearing my Plague Doctor mask, so we can't see it. But just know that it happened. He looked at me. I don't, I, Jab- he, he looked at Jabari, but I, Jabari not know why. I'm trying to understand
3: it, and I really can't, honestly. I, we,
0: well, I guess we'll... Lo-
3: the, the mask.
0: No, I, oh. just oh. Yeah, Like pinching the eye. You see, yes,
1: as, yes. as this dude turns around in a Plague Doctor mask and just stares forward, Prophet Gideon <laughs> uses a legendary action to swing a great sword down on him <laughs> so fucking hard. Jabari's focused. <laughs>
3: Marcus.
1: That's 25 to hit, and that's 26 mm-hmm. damage. All right.
3: Okay, he's good with the sword, everyone. He's good with the sword. At
1: initiative 20, that is the lair action. Here is how this battle is going to work. We are going to roll a contested D12 versus D12. This roll is between the humans and the undead. If the undead win, a number of zombie warriors will appear equal to the difference. So so if the undead wins 10 to 6, four undead will appear around you guys. Um, you guys won't have to take out each one, um, they will just be attacks that happen every single round. Um, If the humans win, they will pick off a number of undead equal to the difference. So human wins result in the picking off of zombies and keeping the battlefield clear. Undead wins uh, lead to them growing in number. Um, Their bonuses are decided by how much you guys want to help the humans. Uh, So they get plus one if you want to donate an attack, like essentially attack like the horde of zombies uh, or a plus one per beneficial spell or ability. Got it. I will also say um, since we're not doing this in the, in the traditional sense uh, Terragon uh, your spirit guardians will have that count as a plus one as a consistent while you keep concentration going as a consistent beneficial thing to the people around you because you see cool. uh, yeah there's zombies yeah, around you yeah that's why
3: I called them was to try and fuck up some zombies the guardians, too.
1: the guardians are already like fighting cutting down these phantom warriors cool. and things like that
3: so just to get a good image everywhere I go there are smoky dragons fighting zombies
1: whoa hell yeah <laughs> yes smoke dragon <laughs> are fighting everybody. <laughs> so while you have concentration, um, they already get a plus one. The undead, uh, their modifier is going to be decided by new events every round. Uh,
3: I got something for the undead.
1: Uh, so let's go ahead and um, for this lair action, go ahead and roll a contested D12. Who wants to roll a D12 for the humans?
3: Um, I'll do it.
1: Okay. Yes. Uh, I will roll mine. Uh, you guys get a plus one. Right now, the undead have a, have a plus zero. Six.
3: Five. Plus one is six.
1: That's, <laughs> a, roll okay. that's, that's is a roll off. That's that's oh, zero. That's nothing. Zero. That's nothing. So oh, no, yeah. no new um, zombies are brought into it. Um, the two guards that uh, Gideon brought up as you guys entered the field um, are going to get attacks, but that's it. It's just going to be two attacks. Um, so they will go after. I've got uh, a cup full of uh, dice in here, and they are color-coded to see who the random attacks hit. Uh, going after Terragon and Jabari. Okay. The Terragon one hits. Okay. Um, Tarragon, you are slashed by a phantom warrior for 11 damage. Okay. You also see three of Weimer's knights, three undead knights on horseback. Um, a couple of them have broken lances, Um, begin charging across the town with reckless abandon towards the front lines here. Um, And if those dudes make it there on horseback, they are just going to crash in and cause like, uh, you know, untold chaos. That's going to add to the undead's role. Uh, You guys choose how you deal with that or if you just deal with Gideon. uh, Jabari, that is your turn.
2: Uh, okay. Uh, uh, I mean, okay. Uh, oh. That's a lot to think about. (laughs) Jabari, Um,
3: just go after Prophet Gideon. I think I have some stuff for the undead. We'll regroup next turn.
2: Jabari likes that plan. Uh, Jabari (laughs) is going to run his hand along the edge of his own blade. Uh, Cut uh, his hand, (laughs) grab his bow, whisper my blood for his, uh, and uh, cast Hex on uh, Prophet Gideon, uh, giving him disadvantage on constitution saving throws and adding a d6 (sighs) of necrotic damage uh, to my attacks against him. So, Jay,
3: get in there with stunning strikes because he has disadvantage on saves for that.
2: And I will uh, make two attacks against uh, the Prophet Gideon. Sweet. First one is going to be a
1: 21 to hit. 21 to hit hits.
2: Uh, second one is going to be
1: a 16 to hit. 16 misses. Uh, you see he swats around. You see as soon as he gets hit with the one arrow, he swings around and swats the arrow away with an iron gauntlet.
2: Uh, I'll get him next time. So that's 1d8. I'll, uh, blow, I'll spend a key point for a death strike, 2d8, and then a d6 from the uh, hex. Nice. Seventeen points of damage. Nice.
0: Yeah.
3: Attacked. I think Tarragon hasn't heard Jabari say "my blood for his" in a while, and it's almost like um, it's almost like hearing your favorite song that you haven't heard in a while. <laughs>
0: <laughs> still slaps. <laughs> she, she like yes.
3: mouths along the last part of it with Jabari <laughs> is still playing the hits. Uh- <laughs> Take him for a ride. Uh,
1: You see, um, at the end of Jabari's turn, um, the Prophet Gideon smiles a big ghostly smile at Jabari, um, Mm. holds his hand up, clenches his fist, um, and uses a legendary action to summon another phantom warrior around him. You see, he's got three. Um, That is Tarragon's turn.
3: Okay, I want to run in. These phantom warriors are undead, right? Correct. I want to run in so that uh, Prophet Gideon and these three phantom warriors all take my spirit guardians. The phantom warriors
1: just count towards the lair actions.
3: Well, I want to channel divinity turn undead.
1: Oh, shit. Okay.
3: Okay. All <laughs> so, right. Okay. And it's like it's uh thirty feet. Everyone thirty feet, or, or everyone that can hear you thirty within thirty feet of you. So I, but I want to okay. focus on getting these three guys.
1: Great. Prophet Gideon cannot be frightened, um, but these other guys are going to um, roll Wisdom saves. First one gets a ten. Fails. Uh, second one gets a five. Fails. Third one gets a 16.
3: That is the save. So, so that
1: one passes. Yeah. You see as Terragon runs in glowing uh, with holy energy, um, you see as soon as she gets near two of these phantom warriors, you see her spirit guardians, these smoke dragons, breathe fire. And you see whoosh, two of these phantom warriors dissipate and are gone. Bye.
3: Um, and anyone who, and then Prophet Gideon and anyone who uh, is staying, does a save or takes 19 damage, 19 oh, radiant damage.
1: Shit. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Prophet Gideon gets a 21. That saves. Um, other dude gets a
3: 16. 16 is the save. Okay. On a successful save, they take half damage. So okay. they each take, I'm assuming you round down nine radiant. Okay. That's a, that's nice. how you
1: use a damn turn. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Tarragon,
1: at the end of your turn, did you run right up to Gideon or just near mm-hmm. him? You did. Okay.
3: Right. I ran, like, right up in the mix of them. Sweet.
1: He's going to go ahead and take a legendary action to make an attack against you, then. I
3: was trying to get your attention. You
2: successfully <laughs>
1: annoyed
3: me. <laughs> Are you blushing? Nat 20.
1: What?
0: Oh, dear. Boo. Oh, no.
2: Boo. <gasps> I don't enjoy this. I don't enjoy a net twenty. Wow, for you're my gonna enemy. crit yeah. on a
3: lady? How dare you, Just a nice you, sir. woman who runs a plant shop. I
2: treat you equally.
3: You're gonna crit? Okay, yeah. there is. That's I'm actually a feminist. Great. I'm a you fem- crit on a botanist? I
0: think you're,
1: I think you're perfectly capable.
2: <laughs> I actually, you know, I actually think that there should be uh, more women in places of, uh, you know, villainy. I actually think you should join us.
3: You know, I don't disagree because when there's a villainous man, I can't be attracted to him. But when there's a villainous woman, I can, you know? Uh,
0: He does
1: 46 (laughs) damage to you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you can't be attracted to that at all. Oh,
3: man. Okay, so let me figure out. I haven't taken this much damage. Channel do a concentration check in a while. So I need to hit 46. I need to hit a 23 with my con with my concentration check, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, correct.
3: So I need to crit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. He just did. Let's crit. You're dead. <laughs> let's crit. Let's crit. It's a Tuesday, let's crit or Wednesday.
3: No! I did it. My spirit guardians go away. No, I said I didn't. Okay, That
1: was a very excited didn't.
3: (laughs) It was just so funny to see a seven and a 12 when I was hoping for a 20. (laughs) Uh,
1: So you guys see these smoky dragons uh, drop as Gideon delivers this staggering blow.
3: I spit out bloody smoke and I say, okay, so that's what your attention feels (laughs) like. Then that is Gideon's
1: turn. Um, oh, Gideon was his turn. Gonna go ahead and take three attacks on Tarragon.
0: Oh my God.
1: Okay. I really just think she's really strong and capable, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> this
3: man
2: is the minimum of.
1: Don't, don't groan, Murph. Two 28s and uh. 23.
3: One of the 28s hits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <They all hit. laughs> 75
1: damage, Terragon. <gasps> oh
3: my God, I'm so down. Uh, Terragon coughs up way more smoke, lands to her knees, and then like falls forward onto her face.
1: Uh, you guys see Terragon goes down. All right. After Prophet Gideon, Corbo, that is your turn.
0: So is lying in the heat by Prophet Gideon's feet. Correct. Okay. I am. I'm gonna take pizza. both my attacks on Prophet Gideon. Okay. And then, well, I got. I got a plan for you. Don't worry, Terry.
3: Oh, I'm not worried. I am. I'm not worried. I'm unconscious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm nothing. That is a 28 and a 21 to hit on my um, my attacks. You hit. You hit on both. So, 19 damage. Okay. And then I'm going to. Uh, use a key point to flurry of blows. One of those hands, uh, let's call it my right. Uh, I'm gonna unglove it and just sort of pat Terry, and that's gonna be that's gonna be a healing, a hand of mercy okay. for nine hit points to Terry. Okay,
3: I am getting way too used to your mercy.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's always gonna be here for you, but I hope you don't need it again. Um, and then I am gonna take uh, with my with my left just a. A, a slap at old, uh, at old Gideon, and that is a 22 to hit.
1: That hits. Uh, tarragon has just been knocked down uh he's just like swung and cut through her you roll in front of her uh with one healing palm slam into her um and jolt her back to life uh and with the other arm go for like an uppercut on gideon
0: yeah that's 100% what i did
3: you're like uh <laughs> touching your head and rubbing your stomach at the same time <laughs> multitasking <laughs> healing and harming uh
0: and i'm gonna use a key point to uh try to make one of those melee attacks uh a stun and strike on gideon. okay so he's got to roll uh DC 16.
1: Okay.
3: DC 16, and he's rolling with
1: disadvantage. Disadvantage. Okay. I will tell you guys. He has a plus nine to con saving throws.
3: Okay. You could still fucking fail. You could still fail.
1: Disadvantage because of hex? Disadvantage. The hex way. That's a 15. You successfully stabbed ah! the prophet Gideon. Only, Hell yeah. only because of hacks. Needed some good news today. Yeah, there you. it is. That's <laughs> huge too, because that means no fucking legendary actions. No legendary actions? actions? Yes.
3: Wow. wow. You know what? Turning Undead was a waste of time. I should have just stunned this motherfucker. <laughs> I look at Prophet Gideon like with bleary. I just woke up from being unconscious eyes, and they just like, my little irises just like uh, zero in on him.
0: <laughs> Did she just blink the wrong way? <laughs> <laughs> you see his legs look
1: super wobbly and he goes, as soon as I get my legs back under me, you're done. <laughs> He's stunned. That is a good thing. It's an awesome thing. Here is a very bad thing. Those three undead knights with their lances out, um, just uh, on undead horses, just recklessly slam into the front line of humans. You hear Reynard yelling, keep the line. Don't let them break through. Uh, guys go ahead and roll me a d12 they get uh plus six this time. Oh, I hate this <laughs> <sighs> That's a six. they got a 10 plus two for each knight that got through uh, so you see 10 ghosts. Oh dear Pop up um, so oh, that dear. means there are 11 total so there are going to be 11 attacks during this lair action here. We'll do four attacks on Tarragon, four attacks on <gasps> Corbo, and three attacks on Jabari. real. <laughs> these dudes are not as good as Gideon, obviously. These dudes are um, little weenie guys. Uh, so Jabari, you suddenly have three of these like wraiths around you swinging down on you with spectral swords. One hit, only five damage. Mm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Next four go after Corbo. Corbo, you are swarmed uh, by all of these undead phantom warriors. Only one hit. All right. Um, and that is also five damage to you. Cool. A uh, Tarragon, you are swarmed by four phantom warriors. Mm-hmm. You are hit twice. Uh, you are hit okay. for ten and for five for fifteen. I'm oh, back fuck. down. Uh, you guys see Tarragon <laughs> drops.
3: What I say? What as I. <laughs>
1: You guys also see on this lair action, you see two undead centaurs emerge from the fires of the town. You see they've got grievous mortal wounds that should have downed them, um, now filled up with coagulated blood. You see they pull out bows and aim up for some kind of magical volley of arrows. Uh, You see they are charging for some type of magical attack. It looks like they're concentrating on something that will go off next round. Um, So if you'd like, you can try to break their concentration. Oh, Um,
3: fuck you, Merv. All we're gonna do is go after Gideon. Stop trying to distract us with little toys.
1: That is Jabari's (laughs) turn. Jabari, you see um, Gideon is just seeing stars right now. Oh, I hate this. Uh, I'm rattled. They hit me right on the button.
2: He hit me on the button. (laughs) Uh, Well, for sure, Jabari will uh, sharpen the blade on his
1: bow, pull his bow out. Uh, You guys do see, by the way, your attacks on Prophet Gideon have hurt him. He does not look like he's on death's door, but he... Is, you know, he's seeing stars. Uh, he's got a couple arrows in him. He's taking a couple hard shots. He is nowhere near full health.
3: He's stunned. Right. You'll get advantage on all your attacks against Ooh, him.
1: That's
2: true. Is it advantage?
3: Yeah. On all attacks? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Every single well, one.
2: I mean, we got to sharpen the blade. We got to uh, even surrounded with everything and Tarragon going down. Barry's going
0: to pull out Her his Her last bow.
3: word was, what? Uh,
0: yes. Yes. <laughs> Put that on our tombstone. Remember.
2: Yes. Jabari uh, thinks of Terragon's last words and whispers to himself, this will be the answer. <laughs> and is going to, I'll fire on the Prophet Gideon with advantage. Uh, sharpshooter. so minus five, okay. 12. Minus five is seven. Okay. 25. Hits. On the first okay. one. A 26. Hits. So,
0: nice.
2: Two hits. That's 2d8. That's 2d6. I'll spend key points on both of them to make them both death strikes, <sighs> adding another set of d8s, uh, plus 20 damage already. That's a lot of dice, damage. I of feel advice, like the baby.
3: number you roll is gonna be middle-aged. Uh,
2: and that's gonna be 43 damage on the Prophet.
3: Yeah! yeah. <laughs> he
1: looks hurt. Um, you... Uh, hit uh, arrow directly in the neck of his ghost head. Uh, You see it sticks (laughs) there um, and you get another one like under the breastplate like where his ribs would be Um, and you see he staggers back and lets out a grunt. Uh, looks, Uh. Looks pretty hurt.
2: Uh, Jabari, full on, vest is off. Taking the vest. Jabari, full on, lets the vest fall uh, as he prepares uh, to do it again.
1: Uh, you hear whoops from the uh, humans who are all cheering. Jabari, the safari. The vest is off!
2: <laughs> yes, yes, it is time for the ride. You hear, you hear Sir Reynard going,
3: If Jabari is going shirtless, it means you must hold the line! The yeah, idea of when we call him Jabari the Safari and then talk about his vest, it makes me think of one of those uh, photographer's vests that has a ton of pockets all over it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's,
2: a, there's, a, there's lots of knickknacks in there.
1: That is Tarragon's turn. Tarragon, go ahead and give me a death saving throw. 18. 18 passes. You see, that is the Prophet Gideon's turn. Um, Prophet Gideon is super hurt, um, but uh, is not able to do anything that turn because of the stun. But you see, he gets his legs back under him, takes a steady stance and steadies his sword and uh, looks at you, Corbo, and goes, you're gonna
0: die for that one. Good, good. Stand still so I can hit you again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And Corbo, that is your turn.
0: All right. I'm gonna take both gloves off.
1: Yes, yes, core boy,
2: both
3: gloves. <laughs>
0: I'm actually gonna rub my knuckle on the on the hard ground to draw blood, Ooh. <laughs> and look at Jabari, and look back at Prophet Gideon, and say, "My blood for yours."
2: Oh. Yes, uh!
0: and I'll take both my attacks. You hear
1: the toads in the back go.
2: Corvo's getting back into it. He's getting back into it.
3: Yes, he is. <laughs> Stay He's dry. He's in. Stay dry, Toads. <laughs> Hold spits the line. Blood and it sounds like she says, my blood for yours. <laughs> but it might just be a death rattle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that a death rattle or is she saying something inspirational?
0: Uh, that is a 21 and a 20. Jesus. Yes. Both uh, hit. Both hit. 17 damage. Still alive. Extremely hurt. Um, and then I get one attack but it's only an 18, so I don't think I'm going to hit.
1: 18 does hit. Wow.
0: I do. Yes. That is my max damage. That's a 13 on that hit. Okay. I'm going to use a key point to use hand to harm. Okay. Which Mm -hmm. is a D8 plus four. Is he that close or should I be using a stunning strike?
1: Corbo, with your last strike, you feel this fire inside of you a reminder of the violence of the Hex Bloods. What do you do with your last strike?
0: This one's for my this one's for my buds. I'm taking you on a ride. and I'm, <laughs> I'm going to try to hit him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Come on. It's not. It's, it's 12. Corbo. Finish him. <laughs>
2: yes. Yes. Uh,
0: I think I want to, I want to grab Prophet Gideon by both of his shoulders and say, "You know what? This is gonna feel." And then, right as I'm giving my speech, Lake just jumps up and bites his ghost head off of his face. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, you see, uh, Lake does her like blink dog thing and goes right through his face. Um, you see, there is this boom um, as his ghost disperses. Uh, you see his armor. Dents in, uh, and you see Prophet Gideon falls to the ground. Damn it. Lake, I was going to do a really cool speech. (laughs) All
0: right. right. Good girl.
1: Good girl. Uh, So here's what I will say. Gideon was the one raising the undead, but the humans have lost a bunch of rounds, so they can still be overwhelmed by the zombies that are here. Uh, We're going to continue doing these contested rolls until you guys can clear out the undead. Otherwise, your forces have been overtaken. Um, So you see on the lair action, uh, you see these two undead centaurs do manage to get up their magical volley of arrows. Um, and you see explosions go off uh, amongst the lines of of fighters here. Uh, you see a couple dudes in armor, like fly off horses and fly back um, as a bunch of zombies are like crawling over the line um, and killing people. Uh, guys, go ahead and roll me a D12.
0: All right, I'll roll this one. Yeah. Seven.
1: Only a nine. So two more pop up. Great.
0: Just two more ghosts. There
1: are 13 of these ghosts around you guys.
0: Like fucking flies.
1: Seven on Corbo, six on Jabari. Lucky number seven. Oh my God.
0: Seven twenties. Oh,
1: oh my god! Yeah. No hits on Jabari. <laughs> oh my god! Jabari just super speed. Um, just just full hex blood mode. Just dodging out of the out of the way. Um, anime style. Um, as all yes. these spectral swords uh, slash at him. Uh oh. Uh, uh. That is six going after Corbo here. Three hits on Corbo. Twenty damage total. All right. During the lair action, you see this next thing that is about to go up against the humans here. You see two, they're called Fragghouls, Um, You see these two zombie monsters whose muscles are expanding to superhuman strength, just unnatural surges of adrenaline bounding across the battlefield like a cheetah. Uh, You know these things will explode quickly and cause a ton of damage. Um, They are hard to hit because of their insane temporary dexterity boost, but if you hit them once, they pop. Um, So if you can hit them before they get to the line, they will break. Um, All right. That is... Jabari's turn
2: you see you just gotta hit them
1: once just gotta hit them once but there's two of them uh
2: great uh, Jabari will uh, go for the fragools.
1: sweet <laughs> pasta fragul let's get
2: saucy uh first one is gonna be a uh, that's gonna be a
1: 21 to hit that does not hit uh, you see oh wow arrow goes past them they're fast as hell just all of the adrenaline mm. okay okay second one.
2: Uh, that is going to be a nat one. Oh, um, um, right you see,
1: whoosh, whoosh, Jabari, after dodging all these, tries to steady himself. Um, Fragul gets past him, keeps going.
2: Uh, and then, can I? If can we attack the ones that are just around us? Will that lower the? You number? can,
1: yeah, you can. Like, uh, if you just say that you attack them, that will add numbers to the humans. I'll spend a key point uh, attacking the ones around me. Sweet, uh, um, that will give plus one to the humans. That is. Tarragon's turn. Tarragon, go ahead and give me a death saving throw. Two. Two. That's a fail. You see Terragon starts to cough up blood. Um, Gideon is down. That is back up to you, Corbo. Um, you see these two ghouls are rushing forward. Um, they are going to blow up on the humans. You see Terragon is down here struggling.
0: I'm going to use my, my action uh, for a hand of healing and uh, bring Terry up. Sweet. Nice 12. 12. That's the most I could possibly do.
3: Tarragon okay. wakes up coughing smoke and again says, What?
0: <laughs> yeah, my, do- my dog, my dog ate Gideon.
1: You see, uh, yeah, uh, Lake is just sitting there um, ripping at the armor like it's a bone.
0: <laughs> Am I close enough to those guys to try to punch them to pop them?
1: Yeah, you can make an attack against them. Use your movement.
0: Alright, cool. So I'll do uh I'll use a flurry of blows and Sweet. try to try to punch one of them. AC twenty two. That should do it. 24.
1: Uh, Sweet. Um, Corbo, uh, you punch one. um, You see it um, flies back from the force of your punch, instantly expands and explodes and takes out like the beam of a fucking house and starts going down. Uh, You see there is one more that is still going towards the uh, line.
0: So can I I punch that guy with my second flurry? Yeah. If you've got a second one, go ahead. Shout out to the two crew.
1: Okay. That one gets by you and keeps going. Um, you see that one um, explodes as it latches on to the front lines here. Um, you see it. a bunch of the footmen go down, but new ones take their place and put up their shields. Uh, they try to fight. Tarragon, why don't you roll the D12 okay. against the uh, zombies this time? And um, we've got a plus one from Jabari, I think.
3: Okay, four, four. plus one, five.
1: Um, They got a four plus three seven so another two 14 attacks mm. we'll do five five on jabari five on corbo aye, aye, aye. and four on tarragon one hit on jabari 11 damage two hits on corbo only 10 damage with two hits okay uh, and then tarragon come on one hit six <laughs> damage
3: <laughs> I'm still oh, no. standing. <laughs> Tarragon
1: stays up. Uh, yes, and you guys uh, see these undead centaurs. You guys see um, they load up arrows and quickly release. You see the arrows are glowing. They explode into three smaller arrows um, for six arrows total. Um, if you guys would like to try to catch them, uh, it is 15 damage to stop each arrow. You could try to catch multiple ones if you'd like.
2: Uh, yeah, let's go. Jabari, <laughs> Jabari is going to jump off of whatever's nearby Get in the air and uh, take a few. Sweet. Uh, and we have a minimum of 16, so I can at least catch one. Uh, I have a I can minimum least catch of a one and I Can I spend a key point to throw it back? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll blow a key point to throw one of these exploding arrows back at the centaurs.
1: Uh, sweet. Um, you uh, catch one.
3: I'm going to give it to you straight. I did not deflect it. I rolled my uh, to reduce it, and I didn't reduce it to zero. Got it.
1: Okay. Um, so, so I got a
3: three plus 11, so I still take one damage. Okay. But so at least make, uh, a person it, it didn't eats take it. it.
1: It eats it, so that does not go through. Jabari... Catches one and throws it back. That's going to give a plus one to the humans. Um, Corbo, are you going to try to stop any?
0: Yeah, I'm going to try to do one too. I got a plus 17. Okay. But I only rolled a one. That's an 18.
1: Okay, so you stop one. Uh, Do you want to throw it back or anything?
0: Yeah, I'd love to spend a key point and chuck it back at that fucking horse. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, That is going to, um, catching, stopping three of them and throwing two of them back um, is just going to give plus one to the undead next round. So you guys have, um, you guys can potentially start taking out some of these ghosts and start taking the battlefield back. Um, All right. That is Jabari's turn.
2: I give both my attacks. And then I give both my flurry of blows. That'll be plus four.
1: Sweet. Um, Jabari, you run up and you join the line that was just decimated by these exploding dudes. um, And you stand there with the toads. Looking dry, sir. Uh, Yes. uh, Let's kill. (laughs) Uh. Sweet. Um, That is Tarragon's turn.
3: Um, I guess I'll do the same thing. It seems okay. like, so I'll just like give however many, I have all my key points. So, so that's
1: another plus four. Um, that is
0: Corvo's turn. Yeah. I'm going to go up and uh, I'm going to pick up one of the shields of somebody who, who fell in the explosion with the guy that I let through and say, let's hold this line together. Toads Hold. Uh, and remember don't be shy about saying when you need water you're not you don't have to be dry it's wait, not a requirement what? we don't
3: have to yeah. be dry
0: you're you don't like, you should like, be hydrated no
3: count the line don't stay dry don't be dry when you can be hydrated Toads are
0: amphibious they even toads are supposed to be wet I don't even understand <laughs> the logic
3: uh, <laughs> Lieutenant
1: think goes please don't confuse them now it's not the time
0: <laughs> I'm the one that's fucking enlightening them
1: uh, how many how many uh, attacks can you give
0: um, I have two attacks and then I'll use can I use a key point and give my bonus action as well
1: yeah so four another four
2: okay yeah. great so we we added we added 12 alone. you guys
1: also throwing them back gave one each so you add 14 to this d12 uh so go ahead and roll me a d12 uh, I can do it eight over uh. here.
2: That's a one. No! <laughs>
3: oh, no! Oh I'm God. sorry! It's fine, Jabari. Ugh.
1: Okay, so you see um, it is slow going, um, but you guys, Hexblood's in the front. Uh, the reason they're called Hexblood Centurions um, is because they're supposed to be as good as 100 warriors. Uh, so you guys join the line uh, um, no. and begin taking out some of these phantoms. Um, yes, 14, yes. Uh, what do we said? Uh, 15 uh, minus eight... So you guys take out seven of these warriors that were making attacks every turn. That's half. That is almost half of them. There are eight left. Um, they are going to um, split up their attacks. Two tarragon, two corbo, three jabari. I deserve it. I deserve it. Uh, two tarragons. You roll what? Two tarragons miss. Uh <laughs> wow. two, oh, thank God. two corbos. Two corbos miss. Yes. Three jabaris. One hit. Eleven damage, Jabari. Oh no! <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys can. If you guys want to just keep adding it, we can just do the next roll. If you guys want, I think it's another twelve. Sweet. Do you guys have yeah. key uh, enough key to? Yeah, d- to I got. Do the whole I got thing? three key points
3: left. With key. You guys are f-
1: super flush with key. Um, <laughs> it's weird this- because
3: uh, death saves don't actually take any key. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is um plus twelve to your roll. Go ahead and give me another D twelve, guys. Um you see the line starts instead of just trying to hold, continues to move forward. Shield wall as these undead zombies and stuff are like uh trying to get through. Um some are getting like trampled by the front line soldiers. Uh guys, go ahead and roll your D twelve. I'm not it.
2: gonna do it. I uh Caragon, it. give it, it to me.
3: Up Nine
1: Nine oh, yeah. plus there you go 12 nine plus 12 is 21 you guys That's successfully right. defeat the undead um yeah. you guys uh completely surround the remaining ones um prophet Gideon is not there to keep bringing um people back up you guys finish off the last of the zombies um and you guys see you have these four lines that were creating this square that were like coming into um uh, box in these undead have now gotten close enough that everybody looks around and kind of sees that th- they've won and everyone's baffled and confused against this like supernatural thing. Um, <laughs> they look at you guys, the centurions. Can I
3: shout you're all Hexblood centurions now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 go ahead and give me a
3: persuasion check with advantage. Uh That's an 18 on the dice.
1: Okay. He got with a Um, (laughs) 7.25. You hear just one, you see people are a little confused. You see here, one dude in the back just goes, I heard that technically a Hexblood can make a Hexblood. So she's right. And you just hear a roar. Yeah. Um, Cheers go up. People begin just celebrating out uh, in the town, just uh, uh, this this victory against the undead, uh, this attempt to create this army has been stopped. Uh, but guys, go ahead and give me a perception check. Oh, oh no.
2: <laughs> also, Jabari's openly weeping oh. at the idea that there are now more Hex floods <laughs> than just... The idea that we're like, there's, it's truly like an emotional moment. Aww. We for, grow yeah. in numbers.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I just like kind of took my eyes and I point two people towards like a, the nearest tavern and I just say, wheel out any kegs that they have in there <laughs> to the church <gym laughs> square. <laughs> That's uh, a dirty 20 perception okay. for Jabari.
3: That's a nine for Tarragon.
0: It's
1: only
2: a I 12. Still have,
3: I still have blood and the bile of death in my eyes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, you guys see, for Tarragon, she's had a night. Um, you, uh, you guys catch, out of the corner of your eye, around all these people celebrating, um, you see the dented, deanimated armor of Prophet Gideon begins to twitch and you see a light blue glow coming from where his head used to be and that's where we'll end our session
0: <laughs> wow
1: fuck oh, don't oh. Have you to enjoy our victory <laughs> i know let us role
2: play the revelry <laughs> yeah let us role play the revelry i'm sorry we had
3: well, to bring the kegs out yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. You guys, you guys had a hot tub earlier today, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: only yes, one tub yes. per sash. Yeah.
2: We did get some mermaids. We get some mermaid time, in. but
0: let's let's role play the revelry on the short rest. This yeah, week. good. Just call. like yeah. ten yeah. minutes of Corbo getting drunk in a tavern, <laughs> yeah. if I uh, if we can do that.
1: Uh, sweet guys, yeah, you can head on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash NadPod. That's N A D D P P O D. Don't sing yet. Um, yeah. We'll sing over there. Lots of revelry yeah. happening over on the short mm. rest
3: i think tarragon just gets like weepy drunk and just keeps saying like you know sometimes <laughs> you do the damage other times you take it you just oh. really can't predict you just can't predict
1: <laughs> uh do you got anything you want to plug uh yeah you can
2: check me out on instagram at, at sweet Lou zinho sweet Lou z-i-n-h-o check out my single coda on spotify and apple music um and I've really been digging uh, the album Ribbons uh, by the artist B-B-O, B-I-B-I-O. Mm, very cool.
3: Uh, Can I do a plug of just yeah. something I'm enjoying? I really like this. Um, I'm reading The Priory at the Orange Tree and I fucking love it. It's an 800 plus page book and I am like trying to read it at a slower pace than I want to, to make Ooh. it last. That is that is an accomplishment.
0: Uh, Jake, you got anything you want to plug? Uh yeah, I got into Parts Unknown about like ten years after okay. ten years too late. Yeah, but, no, you know, that's <laughs> great. Yeah, it's it's a really amazing show. Anthony Bourdain is such a such an incredible man. It's really heartbreaking to watch, but yep. I am really enjoying it.
3: You know, my first job out of college was as a my first job out of college was as a PA for the Tony Bourdain show.
0: That's so cool i mean yeah. you
2: call him tony so we know you're
0: we know you're in the circle <laughs> that's She's what i call him when i watch him i say i'm gonna go watch tony can i watch tony
1: uh jake you got anything else you want to plug
0: um i do have some shout outs to the po box actually great. Mm-hmm. um so i want to say congrats to sam c who just graduated from the university of colorado in boulder great town, oh, God, a love great boulder. town. yeah uh best of luck in law school sam pawpaw's rooting for you uh <laughs> Kate W sent us a note and some, uh, some cool D and D stickers. So thank you, Kate. And apologies. We'd made your boss listen to us talk about dragon genitals. So yeah, (laughs) that's, you know, that's a blanket apology to anybody listening, I guess. Um, gig (laughs) aka at giraffe and goggles sent us a note full of drawings from the campaign and a drawing they did of the Bon Freres. Uh, so thank you for sending that. So and Bappy, cool name, sent us a custom painted star spawn. Ooh, oh, yeah,
3: so, we yes! That, no, Wearing a little here. scrumper jersey. Wow. I mean, a, a maverick jersey. That's
0: very, very rad. Well, thank you uh, very much. They also wrote us a, apparently a note about a time a possum gave birth to a litter of babies in their car. So, Whoa. you know, congrats on that um, awesome yeah. event Good for you. happening. As well. <laughs> it's kind
1: That's... of terrifying, yeah. <laughs> cute but terrifying <laughs> yep and that's it sweet um right. thank you all so much for listening uh you can follow uh, lou on instagram sweet lou Zeno, uh z-i-n-h-o um and then you know what this is getting too complicated let's just go back to plugging our twitters even though we don't tweet uh, you can follow me on twitter at i'll get back in
3: someone sent me a picture of a cat the other day and i did respond because oh, i really oh. like a cat well, Twitter's great fucking. At
1: well EAXFord Axford is there to reply to your cats. Uh, <laughs> at Jake Hurwitz is Jake Hurwitz. Uh, and you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPod. That's N A D D P O D.
2: We are the youth the
0: Hey, it is time to thank our benevolent council of elders. Starting with Julia W., Brad D., Jeffrey S., Halder Frostback, Steel Breaker, and Matt M., the winners of the Bright Leap Army's annual dry t-shirt competition. As a reward, these little dry toads were given a fun-sized Dasani bottle to split six ways between them. Oh my god, please, please hydrate. Jordan DJ, Cutter W, Jibe G, Zolo Dolo, and Dylan B, tourists on a cross-country trip to see every grove in Eldermorn. No one knows how they keep finding their way in, but these travelers always tip well and have plenty of granola to share, so no one's complaining. There you go. Stay friendly, folks. Schubert the mushroom danielle the dastardly dame andrew m beardman dan and scott d a team of explorers who ventured into tarragon's dimple in order to find out how deep it is sadly they never returned it is that deep danny p elena c mixologist michael mcd victor t balnor's boy jabari's other weapons that he decided to leave at home Even though he didn't bring them, Jabari loves Danny the sword, Elena the dagger, Michael the flail, and Valner's boy, the rocket launcher, oh my goodness, just as much as he does Claw and Fang. I'd love the rocket launcher the most. Andrew B., Justin I., TJM, the gnome barbarian, Elena M., Trele the crayfay, and Jared E., audience members who attended Corbo's first TED talk. The topic was listening is the new speaking and half of it was just Corbo trying and failing to tune a guitar. Sounds about right. Christopher B., Austin Bonesaw, M.R., Damiel R., cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, and Octolick, other royal relatives seeking claims to the throne. They all have titles like the could-be king, the maybe queen, and the kind of sort of prince, which speaks pretty clearly to their chance of succeeding. Yeah. Gage M., Sir Carl, Richard X. Machina, Michael L., and Kelvin Noodles, fuzzy blue monsters who live in the Grove. According to legend, Legend: no one has ever seen the bottom half of a Grover, and any who are trying are viciously hugged to death. What a way to go. Sergio Salazar, Solomon, Sakurayas de Sessuani, Tras the Traveler, Jory as Dana G and Calum L, not to mention Ryan, the Bright Leapettes, like the Rockettes, but with uh, Leaping instead of the Can-Can, so, you know, a little bit better. Jack L, the Flawless Whale, Temporal, Sam L, Nicholas C, and Seely Reese, uh, the Hex Bloodies, a group of Hex Blood stands who get together on Sunday afternoons to drink Bloody Marys and watch the highlight reels from the Hexbloods Prime. Wow, invite me next time. Samuel B., Mike H., Matthew E., Colton B., and Adam G. Corbo's slap senses. They worked long and merciless hours honing that slap. That slap, 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 slap whap, 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 dap, 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 dap. Give them daps and slap them. You know what I'm talking about. Mateo C., N.E. Badger, Panama James, and Adrian the Halfling Bard, the makers of the war pool which is actually pretty logical considering there's usually a lot more people in a war than can fit in a tub. Actually, yeah, that makes sense. And if it's a giant size, my goodness gracious. Dan, Nikki W, Grace G, and Drew Nasty. Tarragon's spirit guardians, sure they weren't around long, but imagine the damage they could have done. There's a reason Gideon focused fire on these nasty dragon ghosts, you better believe. CC, Lulu, Jay, Barnes and Nader, and Michelle O. A group of toads that was getting lunch when everything went down and are livid they aren't honorary bloods. Dang. Timmy R., Lucas B., Aaron S., and Kevin M, a vape company that has been trying to recreate Terrigan's expressive nostril smoke. Best of luck, folks. It comes with blood magic and a morally gray past. Austin C, hogfishes above average hog. New York and Stephen C, the makers of dry cream, the only anti-moisturizer on the market. Dry cream will suck the moisture out of your pores and leave you feeling like the crusty little toad you are. Stay dry, toads. Please don't. Please, please don't forget to drink water. And moisturize. It's just good for you. KJ, Rahul N, Mike K, and Maxwell C. Weimer's foot soldiers who stayed behind to fight the undead. They're not heroes. They just slept through the first part of the battle and woke up to a zombie in their tent. What are you going to do? Karen T, Justin Raccoon, Nick W, and Michael C. The production team behind... Toads Soads, a reality show about dry foot soldiers. Test audiences wondered why the toads needed to be dry, and no one ever gave them a straight answer. I hope the show fails, and I hope you guys take a soak and drink a pint of water. Esme M, Spartagnus Nathan, Casimir, the All-Knowing, and Big Bad Beardo the Mad, a crew of rowdy friends who were having a birthday party at a bar in Pearl Hill. They straight up did not notice the zombie apocalypse right outside and continued the birthday bender. It was kind of like... It was like a zombie con or something. Jack Mihoff, Eric M, Burleigh T, Alex A, Nero, Claudius Caesar, Augustus Germanicus, and Christian A, Henry Hogfish's sparring partners, they eventually stopped approaching him at the gym because he apologized every time he blocked a shot and was really just bumming everybody out. Yeah, you know, that's kind of Henry's vibe. Jay Dragonborn, the Sandrayan, Ben Ave, and dennis the only warriors who train more and sleep less than Jabari. They aren't Hexbloods, though, so they're just super tired and sore all the time. Let's hope they are never called into battle, and let's hope they never become toads, because you pair that stuff with with a lack of with a lack of water and it's just it's no good Dave H, Catherine S, David K, Christian S, Keith K and Brittany B, little toadstool people who are said to give the best hugs at the grove, they will be the hexbuds greatest Oh, my God. The Time Walker, Emilio D, Frankie Koala, and Big Bad John. Oh, and did I forget Aston S, and Blair the Bug Blair Barbarian. I did not. They're a jam band who just played Faychella and is about to ab- embark on a tour across the Sacred Groves. They're the first band to traverse to two campaigns, but they've done too many psychedelics to realize it. Dang. Pork Chop, Chanel M, Argent Alice, Minette F, Pat L., and Akiyutha A, mom's other children. She always dotes on them, which is just seems nice, but, you know, it's actually a manipulative little move to make the Hex Buds feel inadequate, so it's it's actually super fucked up. Lauren H., Josh D., Janina E., Maddie Y., Alex H., the eldest Barry, and Ryan S., members of the cavalry who were also thinking about punching their commander in the head before Corbo came over and did it for him. Good on you guys, though, for for thinking about it. The Bone Duster, Joshua H., Robert Crisp, E. Draisel, and Brantley C. Zombie centaurs who were firing arrows, but in life they were such noble creatures with good hearts that every once in a while their souls were able to will their bodies to miss on purpose. Thank you. Thank you, dear friends. Micah B., Carly Ann, Jorge C., Connor Savage, Sally S., Hot Tub Heaters, who are making gladiators tub. Extra steamy for our injured centaur friend, Stalios. Worry not, nothing cures wounds. Better than a good long soak. Listen up, toads. Christopher J.O. Cole, the goldfish, gremlin, Logan S., saucy apple, and leviathan. The purveyors of lakes, dog food, and, um... And thankfully, she, uh, she refuses to eat it, so uh, they, so she ended up being super hungry and just hungry enough to devour Gideon's ghost head. So, nice. Deme A, Biocourt, Kenny, Remington CD, Mike R, and Everett P. Toads who, just this very day, have become honorary Hexbloods. High honor aside, they're mostly excited to be allowed to drink water and walk normally rather than hop. Yes, you don't have to be actual frogs. K, so say... Lindsay W., Adam C., Carlin C., Anthony S., and Sally S., tattoo artists already working on designing some absolutely sick additions to Jabari's Hellscape chess piece. Sally is actually just pitching that they add enough zombies to fill in all of Jabari's back, you know, just go the full way around, and it sounds rad to me. Tristan C., Jake, Andy, Orin C., Emily S., and Ember K. Sprites that witnessed Jabari body slam Corbo before bed and just uh, flew around Corbo's eyes a lot, making sure he didn't pass out till he recovered. And then he went to sleep, which is, uh, which that's the way to do it. So uh, thank you, thank you, thoughtful friends, and thank you, benevolent council of elders. That was a headgum podcast.